if you're going through life and instead of doing everything on your own, imagine that you have a phone number in your pocket with a cell phone and it only dials one number and that number goes straight. Not to voice, <laughs> not to God. Go straight to Daniel. Daniel Feinberg, right here. You go straight to Daniel. Daniel is in a penthouse suite, and he has hundreds of millions of dollars. And you can call him up every time that you're going anywhere, doing anything, and you could ask him to help you. And every single situation that you find yourself in, he helps you. You get pulled over by a cop for speeding. While the cop comes to your window, you call up your buddy Daniel. He says, Daniel, listen to me a favor. Daniel goes ahead and tells the cop, you know what, let him go. Let him go. Right? You go in to make a business deal, and you really want to go buy a certain apartment building, and the price is $8 million. You want to pay $7 million. You call up Daniel. Daniel says, don't worry, make it $7 million. Everything you do in your life, you have your buddy Daniel that can go and save you. <coughs> Would you turn away that chance? Obviously, everybody's life would be better if they had somebody that was out there who they could turn to, no matter what, and get help. So, of course, we all understand that there's a God out there. There's a God who decided that He's our Father, and He's on our side. The difference between living life every step of the way, knowing that God is on your side, and feeling that God is on your side, to somebody who's trying to do it on his own, without asking God for help, without recognizing that God has the power and wants to help him, is night and day. I mean, you can't compare. You're running to work, and you're running late, and you're like, oh man, I can get, I can get in trouble from, from work. You wish you could call Daniel Steinberg. But, you know, you don't have his number. But you have God. You know that God can make it that your boss doesn't notice or your boss doesn't care. You know every situation, if you're not feeling well, if you're sick, any situation that you're in, you could try to do things on your own. On the other hand, if you had the ability to tap into a superpower to help you every step of the way, it would be unbelievable. So what is the number one reason? What is the number one reason why we don't live together with God and asking God to help us and asking God to be with us and relying on God every step of the way? What's the number one reason why we don't do that? The number one reason why we don't actually ask God for help is because is because because of our sins because God asks us to do stuff and he says let's build a relationship and then when we don't do things because we don't do things therefore we feel very uncomfortable to say God help me, God help me, God help me and therefore we feel isolated and therefore we try to do everything on our own and for you to try to go through life on your own is basically impossible and, and you're just one person and you're so weak, and you're turning down an opportunity of being close to God, who is so powerful. But what if I told you that that reason that you feel uncomfortable is not a valid reason? Your life would change. Because what if I told you that no matter what you do, no matter what you do on your side of the relationship, God, if you ask Him and you have faith in Him, that He will help you, that you can actually rely on that. He has infinite patience. How would your life be different? Right? Next time that something happens and you're in a pickle, instead of feeling like it's you against the world, you'd be able to say, God, I know you're going to help me. But then there, there's that voice again. You know he's going to help you. Why should he help you? If I was a tzaddik, he would help me, for sure. I mean, he's up there. He's got the power. It's easy for him to do. But why should he use his power to save me after all the sins that I did? 
But what if, what if that, what if you understood that that reason is just not a valid reason? It just doesn't work that way. And then no matter what avarice you do, no matter what sins you do, you can still completely say, God, I know that you're there, I know that you want what's best for me, and you will give me, you will deliver what's best for me. Would your life change? It should. How could it not? If I told you that, any problems that you have or anything that you want, I will give you and I will use all my power to, to spend my whole life making sure that you have everything you need. Right? If I was your sugar daddy, would your life get better? Oh yeah. <laughs> We're talking about God over here. God is the best sugar daddy in the whole world. The reason that we stop tapping into this power is because we chicken out of it. Because we think that it depends on us. But what if I told you that it was unconditional? Then things would change. So tonight, what we're going to be convinced of by the time we're done is that when you leave this room, you can ask God to save you the same as any tzaddik. And you can live your life together no matter what areas you did or did not do. That has nothing to do with the fact that you can rely on God to use His power to give you everything the best as possible. Moshe, would you like to have the best life? Yeah. Do you need any help in your life? Mm-hmm. Would you like God to help you? Of course. So the bottom line is, if you can leave here tonight understanding that you have a utility belt, you know, like Batman has a utility belt, and inside you've got a gun, right? But it's more powerful than a gun. And that you can actually use that weapon to make your life better, and it has nothing to do with your performance of Tyramitsis, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So tonight's sheer is very cool. Okay? Habir, we're going to explain. How could a person become from the Baitchim Vishimcha Ba'emes to rely and have security in God's name? Kashiyada Inishes Cheshbin Nafshay Umasa Avainoisav. When you know your Cheshbin Hanafesh, you know the calculations of Averis and the weight of your sins. So how could you go ahead? A Chacho Yuchal Lifteach Ba'emes Shagadish Baruch Yashia Isai. How could you really know that God will save you? Now, th- these two lines over here shows us that Siva Shalom understood our lives. It's very nice to talk about Torah in a very general way, through mitzvahs and all of that, but now he's getting very practical, because a lot of times we go to a shir and they say, have bitochen in Hashem, have bitochen in Hashem, and you're thinking, yeah, you know, if I was a big tzaddik, bitochen in Hashem. But if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then how could I have bitochen in Hashem? And that's what he's asking. So he's going to explain this. First of all, he's going to say, how do you know in the Torah the Indian of Bitochen? The mitzvah of Emunah, Ksuvah Batayra, B'maymer, Kosov, Anachi Hashem, Alikecha. The Rambam counts as the first mitzvah from Anachi Hashem, Alikecha, is proof that God is the one who created the world. Havah Bitochen, Leniska Batayra. Uminayin Amakar, where is the root of this concept? Shiyuhudi, Yachalismar, Chalakotish Baruch Hu, V'levtoich, Boy Shiyazavon. How could you know that you could rely on God to help you? The answer is, We know this already from a few times that we learned this, but as many times as we hear it, it's more important because we need to hear it over and over again until we can internalize this. We have to live with this. So, I am, I am God. That is That is proof that God created everything. And that he does everything, he's in charge. Who's in charge? Anoichi Hashem. But then it says another word. What's the word? Your God. Ah, oh, Elikecha. 
Who was he talking to? If I'm talking to you and I say, Chaim, guess what? I am God. Okay, good. Nice to know that you created the world. But if I say, Chaim, I am your God, then you're going to say, oh yeah. Not only that Avi just told me he's the one who's in control of all the world, but, but I'm your God. I'm here for you. Pretty cool. That's what Anarchy Hashem Alikecha, the statement was. Shakadish Baruchu Alikem Shal Yisrael. Uvachar Bohem, I chose you, Liyot Amanifcha. Benichu Bazet Goydel Ahavas Akadish Baruchu Lam Yisrael Kachedik Hashem Amri, Ukamashinem Rahafi Eskamam Rashem. And it's included the tremendous Ava that Hashem has for Klaal Yisrael. Kishem, She Yehudi Mukhuyu Lahamin Banarchi Hashem. And the same way that you are mechuyiv to believe in God, if you don't believe that God created the world, you're not even in the parsha. You're not a Jew because you don't you don't believe that there's God. That's the first mitzvah, as the Rambam says. The first thing you got to believe in God. But so too, kach mechuyiv lahamim banuchi lekecha shulchelik lekami malav kodesh baruch hu oyev oisay afilu kishayin tzibur leavoisay. The second thing is to know that God is your God and He loves you even when there's no reason to love you. Okay? I know that a lot of you guys have good personalities and you're very lovable. You're very lovable. But who can love a kid who's in half, who's mentally retarded, who's drooling, who's sick, deformed? Who can love that? The parents. Only the parents. That's right. To love somebody when there's a reason, it's easy. To love somebody when there's no reason, that means that it's true love. The love that God has for us is a love that is not totally bedavah, and that means that He loves us even when there's no reason to love you. Which means that, of course, if you're going to put on tefillin every day and keep Shabbos and be great and have a great relationship, that's, of course, the best, best way to live your life. And, of course, God's going to love you. Everybody loves their son when their son does the right thing. But God loves you even when you don't do anything right. Like the words of Remeir, that whether you do the right thing or not, either way, you are Bonim. You will never lose your title of Bonim Atam Hashem Lekechem. No matter what Avera you do, you're still Bonim Atam Hashem Lekechem. But Om Amar Nesabak Hadishim Yisloanim Tzchus Yogen Aleinu Shemitzvah Lachter Dalafik Remeir The Hele Nesabak Hadisha, the Holy Grandpa of Plonim, he said it's a mitzvah to go around and to remind ourselves. That the Allah is like Remeir. That even though we think sometimes that we are, are not acting like children, it doesn't matter. We are God's sons. Afki bekama makamis, usually many places. Shenechelku Remeir v'Rebbe Yehuda, when they argue, how do we pass in Allah k'Rebbe Yehuda? B'makhalik zu, Allah k'Remeir, shebenka k'Rebbe Yehudah, afilu im chaitin. Even when you sin. Is there anything that you can do to discontinue your status that you are God's beloved son? No. Just knowing that alone changes your perspective on life. There's nothing that you can do to disconnect and not be God's son. He's always going to care about you. He says, unbelievable. He says that when did God say, I love you, when we were on the Memphis Shari Why did he do that? You know why? Because he wanted you to know that if I can go ahead and love you as you're walking into a rehab, 
And I can say, you have nothing, and you stole, and you were bad, and you were a drug addict, and you are nothing, you're nothing at all. Not that you're spiritual, and not that you're materialistic, and you have no job, and you have no savings, and, and you're nothing, you're nobody. And I go over to you as you're going into that rehab, and I say, I love you. That means that I'm going to love you no matter what. Because I loved you even in your worst situation. God told us that He loves us on a Mem Peshari We weren't spiritually connected, and we were poor. We were slaves. We were nobodies. And guess what? God could have said, let me raise you up, make you holy, and then I'll say I love you. No, He didn't do that. Why not? God was sending a message to us today. God was sending a message you should know. I'm taking you out of Mitzrayim. My beautiful nation. My beloved children. I'm rescuing you from slavery. You in the ultimate low. To teach us. Even in that situation, he did not disconnect his love from us. Yehudi maskiris Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Shnei pa'amem b'chol yoyim V'aboy kev'erev It's amazing Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim happened so long ago Every morning and every night Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim So many mitzvahs that we do What do we say? Zecher Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Enough already with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim He says no We have to remember this today Lay that to know Shekadosh Baruch Hu Hoytziyas Yisrael Meheretz Mitzrayim V'yoytziyas Meshukam V'mem Tesharitumo That's what we need to remember that God took us out and loved us when we were nobodies. Now that's the Shoyrish Mimenu Noivei Abitachoi. That's where Abitachin comes from. That you as a Jew, you believe, I have a Rabbi, I have Tanu Hashem Alikeinu. That God loves you with incredible love. Chemla Gadoila. The Yisayra Chamata Aleinu. Tremendous mercy, tremendous love. God has Rahmanus and loves you like a child. Even though you're not doing the right thing and you are not worthy of His love. And you can rely and you can be secure by Hashem Yisbarach. If you come to me and I'm your father and you say, Daddy, can you give me a thousand dollars? Of course I'll give it to you if I have it. God has it, right? But of course I'll give it to you if it's good for you. If I know you're going to go use it for bad stuff, I ain't going to give it to you. But if God knows that it's good for you, of course He's going to give it to you. You can rely on that. We don't know. But you can be secure. That means when you leave this building, anything that happens, you want to go do something. You say, I am secure that I'm going to get that parking spot. And you know that you're going to get that spot. Because God is, He's your God. Listen, He's the one who set this up, not you. You didn't decide. He decided that you have a neshama, you put the neshama inside of you and said, I love you unconditionally, even if you're not doing anything right in your life. Would this apply even if you're a Russia? Yes or no? Even if you're a Russia, it's called unconditional love, it means it doesn't matter. The Torah, the holy Torah, decides to call the Jewish people with this holy title called Banim Atam Hashem You are my son. 
Just like you have to know that you are commanded to love God, you have to ingrain into your heart love for God. So too you are commanded to ingrain into your heart that God loves me. God loves me. This is the root of the trait of security in God. If you would only live like that. If you would live with the feeling that I am God's son and he loves me. No matter what I do, he loves me. They believed in what? What did they believe in? That there's a God? Much more than that. They believed in themselves. They believed that they are the children of God. The Bnei Yisrael wondered, in what schus are we going to be redeemed? The whole Mitzrayim, the whole Egypt was full of their idols. And they said, how are we going to be redeemed? Guys, Mashiach, we're waiting for Mashiach, we're waiting to be redeemed. Sometimes you can get depressed and you could say, look at us. Our lives are full of the internet, which is our Zara of our generation. How are we going to be redeemed? Are we worthy to be redeemed? But this is the answer. If you are God's firstborn, who else is he going to redeem? And that never is going to change. You are God's beloved son no matter what you do. And therefore that can never change. But not only that, because you're not perfect, you could appeal to God's mercy in an even stronger way than someone who is perfect. There are two types of awakening the mercy in God. When a king has a son that's really Matsliach, he gets awakened. I want to help this kid. You ever get an A on your report card? I never, I never did. I don't know what it's like. But your father comes home, he really. Nice? You know? Nice. Fa- Father really wants to buy you that gift. Really proud of you. Oh, Aaron, sure, yeah. Okay? But there's another Israel which we really don't use that much. We gotta put that in our arsenal into our tool chest. We got an amazing weapon. The Ainu was still the Klomukai Khazakmi, he can't do anything on his own. Azai then, Shiflus Matsavai, the lowness of the situation, by Relis is Rachmi Amela. Shari, you ask me, Bissari, he's his flesh and blood. And he has to go and save him. So when you go to God and you say, Listen, Hashem, I'm a loser. I know I should be better. And I'm not doing what I should be doing. But I need your help. That awakens a tremendous mercy by God. He says, I'm going to help you. This is the ticket how we got out of Mitzrayim. We didn't get out of Mitzrayim by being the best kid in the class. We got out of Mitzrayim even though we were the worst kid in the class. There was just one breath 
until we were completely immersed in Mitzrayim one breath between us and complete doom God was doing crazy stuff for us then to save us why? because God is willing to save us even do crazy miracles for us when we held on to that thing we said you know what I know I'm a low life I know I do terrible errors, but I am God's son. We become ra'oi l'geula. Tadikim pirshu ayon yam b'mishpat kol yisurei elamim. Today we stand on on Rosh Hashanah. We stand in judgment. Im kibanim im kavodim. Al zegufa hamishpat. This is the mishpat of our lives. This is the judgment. Or im yehudi margish kibanim biachas hakadosh baruch hu ay kavodim. Do you feel I never am a slave? Nebuchadnezzar got to wrap the tzillin around me. Nebuchadnezzar got to eat kosher. Nebuchadnezzar got to keep Shabbos. Nebuchadnezzar, for me, I wish I could be free. If that's the way you feel, then that's the way you get judged. If you feel that you're a slave, then God judges you like a slave. But if you feel like you're a son, I'm so lucky to be able to reach and to do something to make my father, who's doing so much for me, happy. I'm so happy to live a life, a higher life. Then you go ahead and you... Awaken that God should go ahead and help you. That's what happened at Hanukkah. They felt like children. Which is beautiful. That when your children came, you know why we won? Because we won because we felt like we were children. So guess what? When you feel like a child to Hashem, you open up the door of victory. If you want to be victorious in life, and you go ahead, and you go to that situation as a son to Hashem, regardless of what I did, because I am your son Hashem, and I'm walking into this meeting as your son, and I'm going to take this test as a son, and I'm going to go on this date as your son, and I'm going to drive like your son, and everything, every situation that we're in, we go ahead and approach it, because I am your son, our lives change because the doors open up to victory. And we all want to be victorious in whatever it is that we're doing. The Pasuk says, He is my God. What's Va'andehu? And I will glorify Him. Very good. So he says, one second. Well, you know, we all die. He's our God. He's our God. He says, really? Zekeli? Well, how did you acquire this God? Did you buy Him? The Mahushali, what makes him your God? What did you give up? What did I give up from my own desires that I got to say, this is my God? You see a beautiful girl walking down the street and say, that's my girl. Everybody looks at you and say, what? What did you do to make her your girl? You could say it, as long as she doesn't hear it. But once she hears it, she's going to look at you and say, do I know you? You think I'm your girl? you got to earn that. And yet we say, my God, he's my God. Why is he your God? Good? Amen? It says, It says, He's the, the Lord 
of my father. He's saying a better pshat, a beautiful pshat. I don't know if it's better, a different pshat. Elikei Avi is a descriptive title. He's Elikim Shehu Avi. Uvishvil Tayer Avi. But to, to, to give the title of father, Ein Adam Tzarech Lips Teklum. Ki B'Metziyas Uavit. Ba'av Oyev Tomer Ez Benoi Asam Loi Masam Umar Avuroi. A father loves a child. And because he's Elikei Avi, he's the Lord who is my Papa. Therefore I can say Dekei Li. Bishem Kach. Therefore, listen to this. Afilu the Even when all the doors are closed, everything is locked. Then Yeshua and you can't even pray and get a Yeshua salvation. You have another Eitzah. You have a key, a master key that opens all the doors. That even when Tefillah can't win your situation, you could approach the door and you can take out from your pocket something called Bitachai. I have security in God, regardless of what I've done for Him, because I know you're my Father, and I know that you love me, I know it's inc- unconditional, and you open up that door of salvation. Hashem, Hashem, it says two times, because He's, a, he's your Father. Is all for the one who sinned. The one who doesn't sin can go with a different merit. He can knock on God's door and say, Hi, I'm the Tzaddik. I never sinned in my life. I need to cash in a favor. God says, Of course. But all the rest of us, we need a lot of traits of mercy from God. And that's why God has those traits. Kael, Rachum, Chanum, Erechapai, Rachesed, Amos. To who, to why, to where? Only for one reason. For one reason. Because we need it. You hear it? God had to add on to Himself attributes of mercy because we are sinners. The more that we sin, the more God has to be patient. And God says, you know what? Hashem, you can call me Hashem. But what happens after you sin? What am I supposed to call you? Something else? God says, no. Call me Hashem. Same name. And guess what I'm going to be? I'm going to be a Kael Rachum. I'm going to have Rachmanos. Erech Apayim. Rachesed. All these things are because the more that we screw up, the more patience God has for us. And God has infinite patience. Yakar ma'ayit inyin abitachayin l'shnei Hashem isbarak yoysim mikal atzilis. Now he's saying a different point. That you're going to say, oh, but it's so cheap. Uh, I'm going to go to God, I'm going to say, God, I'm relying on you, even though I didn't put on and even though I didn't keep shouting, but I learned in the Shia to rely on you. It feels so cheap. He says, no, it's precious. It's precious. When you go ahead and say that, you're achieving a goal. That's what Hashem wants from you, to say, God, I'm giving it up. I can't do it myself. I need your help. God says, cutie pie, gives you a little knip on your cheek. Right? When you're four years, four-year-old kid, doesn't listen to these breaks everything and never, you know, it does everything on his own. But then he comes over to you and he goes, Happy, help me. It's cute. I say, of course I'm going to help you. Listen to what he's saying. This is powerful. It's a precious weapon. Because God loves it when you go ahead and you use me talking. It's not cheap. God loves it. When you approach God with complete conviction and you are completely... In your bones, you know that God loves you. 
He loves that. That's what He wants. He wants you to believe that He loves you unconditionally, infinitely. How did we list all these thousands of years of Golos when we all suffered so much and we went through so many downtimes spiritually? The answer was that we always knew that even, even when we're really low, Hashem is there for us. And Hashem is willing to save us. And He loves us. And He wants to hear that. He wants you to turn to Him and say, I need help. God, I know. I know I'm not exactly what I should be. Could you help me? God loves to hear that. It's precious. Habir, let's explain. How is this so powerful? How come this midah of bitachin of security in God can break down all the walls between us and, and, and salvation? When you're going to try to get salvation based on normal energy, your normal power, so Okay, you go into a bank and you tell them, listen, I want to go ahead and get a $5,000 loan. They check your credit line and you get as much as you deserve. Right? So if you're going to approach life, I, I did some mitzvahs. I, I have some scar. I need a favor. I need to use my credit line. I want to write a check. God says, no problem. I'm going to process it that way. You have some schlussen? You need some help? No problem. You'll get as much as you deserve. But when you don't approach it based on what you deserve, you approach it completely lamala from the Teva. You don't go to your boss and say, listen, I'm working for you for two weeks. Can you lend me a thousand dollars? What's he going to say? Not a chance. If you're going to approach things on a normal basis, you're never going to get anything out of life if you're only going to go on a normal basis because you're only going to get as much as you... Let's hear it. You're only going to get as much as you deserve. But what if you're not, you're not in this world? You say, God... You have all the money in the world. I need a couple of bills. And I know when I have security that you're going to give it to me because you love me unconditionally. So then you're going to get more than you deserve. It's not using the regular transactions. Our Mashiach is going to come not based on our actions. Because if our actions are going to give us as much as we deserve, guess what, guys? We're in big, big trouble. What is going to bring Mashiach? The emuna that we have. Emuna in who? Emuna in ourselves. And when we have emuna in ourselves, that God loves us no matter where we are, that brings the salvation and all the doors open up. The al yadam amshichin geula shilamalam kachatim. Bitachain al yaisig avayam emuna. The power of securing yourself in God is more powerful than faith in God. Emunah means, you know what? I believe that there's a God who runs the world. And I believe that if I deserve something, He's going to give it to me. Very nice. Bitachan is, I believe that I'm going to get what I don't deserve. I believe 
that God loves me even if I'm not doing my side of the relationship. That's much more powerful. And listen to this. The more that you awaken this inside. If all you do for the next week is work on this and teach yourself, no matter what I do, no matter where I am, no matter what situation I'm in, God loves me and wants to give me everything good and I'm with God. And I can ask Him for it and I can rely on Him. Because it's precious to God when you rely on Him. And it's even more precious to God when you rely on Him knowing that you don't deserve it. Because then you're relying on Him even more. You're relying on His mercy even more. You're relying on His patience even more. And the more that you rely on God, there you go. The more He can help you. So it's a precious, it's not a cop-out. A guy who has nothing and he says, God help me. God says, wow, that's precious. The more that you awaken in yourself this feeling, you become more and more living in a world which is not bound to the Teva. You want to live your life bound to natural courses of action? Or do you want to get a little bit of supernatural, supernatural life into you? You want to tap into the supernatural? You can. It's all up to you. God instilled into you there are natural that you have and with them you can use those natural tendencies to go ahead and win and to achieve as much as you can in the natural world but when you need miracles above natural tendencies, what are you going to do? Haderach Irak Emunah Bitochem Kimavur, like we said Mikar Habitochem, the source of tapping into the power of Bitochem is Shema'ayur Libay that you awaken your heart Lahargish as Havasai as Ahavas Hashem is Barachi Love you awaken in your heart to feel how much God loves me I love you. When you awaken that love down here, a child who starts crying, the parent starts crying. The child who starts crying, help me, I need your help. Help me, I need your help. The father starts to tear up because the pain that a father feels for a child. Is one is the only type in the world, and it's unconditional, and that's what Hashem feels for us, and we get to control God. If God is the all powerful, and you can control God, that makes you pretty powerful. Baal Shem Tov says, which says Hashem God is your shadow. What does it mean? Hashem Silko, God is your shadow. Look at my shadow. You see that shadow? Now I'm moving it to the left. I'm moving it to the right. I control my shadow. If God is my shadow, that means I can control God. I can control the way that God is going to deal with me. Hashem Silko. Call me the Sha'adam Ma'ayramata. Anything that you do in your life. Any any character trait. That you awaken down here, above in Shemaim, it gets awakened 
دسته میداد کشیرودی ما آیا رسایی که پای خواهوا ششم از بارخ آیا وایسایی when you sit and you're in trouble it's such a crazy thing think about it it's nuts a guy's in trouble and I'm telling you how to get out of trouble who would ever think that this work sit and think about how much Hashem loves you and then you'll get salvation isn't that crazy you would say do tshuva right Davin give tzaka you know what's above all of that sitting and realizing how much God I recognize you love me you love me like crazy and when a Jew awakens the tremendous force of the love that God has for him even though I'm not worthy it awakens the love that Hashem has for you and He saves you. It's not even saying that you should awaken your love for God and God will respond and, and love you back. He's not even saying that. He's saying just awaken and remind God that you believe that He loves you. And that brings the Yeshua. And sometimes, and he's talking about Nisan, you talking about when you really, sometimes people are in a life and death situation. If you're ever in a life and death situation, what are you going to do? You're going to cry. You're going to pray. What are you going to do? You're going to scream. What are you going to do? He's telling you how to bring Nisim into your life. He's telling you how to live above natural causes. And he's telling you that the way to do that is to awaken that God loves me unconditionally. Not because I'm good. Because I'm so bad, he still loves me. That awakens God's unconditional love. Let's do this again. When a Jew awakens, the tremendous strength, power, the extent, the extent of the power of love that God loves you, specifically and only and especially because you're not worthy, because you messed up and you do so many averes. Miss love that, believe it or not, awakens in Shemayim the Rahmanas of Hashem and His love, and He saves you. And now we have the answer for the famous question. Everybody wants to know. What? Too easy? Yeah? Too easy? Good. Next week we're going to meet back here at 10 o'clock. If you live your week with this power, your whole life will change. I'm, I don't know if I'll need you guys anymore, but... Okay, I didn't know. Major question. We know we have to have Bitochen Hashem. Hashem is going to give me my money. Hashem is going to give me my shidduch. Hashem is going to give me everything. But then, I have to do Ishtadlis. So, how much Ishtadlis do I need to do versus how much Bitochen? Same question, right? God gives me everything, right? On the other hand, I've got to work for it. I've got to have a shtadl. I've got to do my part. So, how much do I have to do? At what point do I say, no, I can rely on God? And at what point do I work and not work? How does this work? Famous question. Everybody wants to know. If I didn't have to do any shtadl, I would just sit down here and say, God, put money in my bank account. But I need something called a shtadl. I have to try. But at a certain point, I could stop trying because I can rely on God because I already did my shtadl. You do on your side, God does on his side. But how much do I got to do? I got to work eight hours a day, ten hours a day, two hours a day, four hours a day. How much can I rely on God? How much does God want to see from me? He listened to his answer. Like I explained in a different place. It's up to you. 
How much bitachon do you have? Why? In ma'ayr hagoshes bitachon l'malam in ateva. Afal pishu rochay kol kach bechol zois gedoy la'avosi isbarach lash gedoy la'avosi lashem isbarach. Alach es kama v'kama avos kodesh baruch hu oisay as einoy tzarech as einoy tzarech b'shum hishtadlus. Kol hishtadlus and addresses me men who rack la'ayr es gadol ahava ubitachon. What does that mean? You have to work on your side. If you really had 100% security in God that He's going to send you your money, if you had 100% security in how much work you have to do, zero. You're not going to work. You're not going to work, and you're going to get money. And if you're going to have only 75% trust in God, you can't live like that, because like we don't have the trust. If we have 75 trust, you know how much work you got to do? 25%. I'm not working if you really believed it, if you really believed it, the whole thing about it is that it's harder than actual ishtadlus, so it's not really an easier way out. That's correct. Of course, it's, it's a higher level, right? It's a much higher road. It's a higher road. But he's saying, you know what ishtadlus you really need? It's not the ishtadlus that you think. The ishtadlus is not to go to work tomorrow. Work on yourself. Just a substitute. Work on yourself. The real ishtadlus is that if you want to live the rest of it, we're all here at starting jobs, right? We're all making whatever they're making. We all hope to be making ten times as much in ten years from now. The real way to get there is work on yourself over the next ten years to not need Ishtablos and to get the same paycheck that you would have had with the Ishtablos by putting your security in God. Okay? Chazal tell us on one thing in one place, if you don't have money to buy what you need for Shabbos, you know what it says? Lava alai God says, you can borrow it on my account and I'll pay you, I'll pay it back. You say, listen, I can't borrow because I can't pay it back. You go to the Gamak and say, I need $300 for Shabbos. So what should you do? Should you borrow it or not? So one place Chazal says, borrow it, God says, you're borrowing it for Shabbos, for my benefit. Don't worry, I'll make sure you get back the money to pay it back. But in another place it says, I say Shabbos Chol, the Labrias. Make your Shabbos like a weekday and eat tuna fish and don't go on to borrowing money that you can't pay back. So it's a steer in the Gemara. One place it says that if you need money for Shabbos you can borrow it and you can rely that God will pay you back. The other place it says that if you have money you need money for Shabbos, don't go around burdening people with loans that you can't pay back. <coughs> how, do, how do you make sense out of both of these Chazal? Daniel. How do you make sense? It's a bomb. Yeah? Zakta Bal no less. Balshemtiv himself. Kilova alive anipaya. You God says you can borrow on my account and I'll make sure that I pay it back. That's talking to somebody Shabitahem, Shiyamti Lidarah Freya. That you really have to be talking that God will do that. If your level of talking is that you understand that God could get you back the money, then you can rely on God. Achim Aimai Bitachan. But if you don't have security that God really will get you back that money, then guess what? You're on your own, kid. Don't borrow money that you can't pay back. If you have a sugar daddy and you understand that he's going to pay it back, oh, you're talking to God, he will pay it back. But if you don't have a talking to God, he ain't going to pay it back. And if he ain't going to pay it back, you're on your own. You can't pay it back, so don't borrow it. The Torah tells us, Take a little bit of man, which was holy food. The same shama, Mulay Ha'aymen, man, 
We were instructed to take a little bit of money and keep it in a container for the rest of eternity. Why? Because we needed to see that money. If you could believe and have security in God, like it says that we went we went into a, a desert without anything there to eat. So then, if we had the bitachon in God that they had in the midbar, we could have months full down today. How many people do I know that wake up at a certain age and realize that they have so much money and they did what other people did and they don't know how it happened and they were successful? God knows how to write a check to you. God knows how to give you success. If we had pure betachin 100%, mon would fall today. And that was the message of the Chumash. God said, if I could bring down mon to 600,000 klal yisrael, plus, 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 women, kids, whatever, like 2 million people, and every morning you can wake up and have breakfast delivered to your door. Remember that, guys, because I can do that in the future also. Now, of course, maybe, maybe we're not on that level. But every one of us has the ability to get a little bit of money in our lives. We could be doing better financially, spiritually, and in every single way, Ali, that we want. We want things in our lives. We want to get a great shidduch. We want to be happy. We want to have good friends. We have so many things that we want. And what we need to do is realize that God has everything. And if we instill that bitachin in us, that will awaken the bitachin in Hashem, and he will go ahead and start giving us deposits into our bank accounts for everything that we need. We'll continue next week. Okay, so what we were talking about was that everybody wishes that they had more power than they actually had. Like, let's say I told you that you're going to go out and you're going to fight guys in the street. And, you know, you're as strong as you are. You're fighting four guys, five guys. It's not going to be pretty. If I can get you a gun, you'd be very happy. Right? So that's what we're talking about, that when you go through life, it's very hard, it's very hard for anybody to get through life on their own. You're surrounded by darkness and taiva and problems and sickness and everything that we have in Dallas. And, and it's impossible for you, one guy, to fight so many things in life. So what he was teaching us was that there's an actual weapon called security in God and each person could have this weapon because if I told you the weapon is Tyra so you're going to say well you know I got to sit and learn a thousand blocks I'll have a weapon we're not going to do that if I told you that Tila Tila is also very hard because Tila you got to actually do something he's saying this Kayak which is stronger than all of the other weapons so as you go through life there are so many different weapons but they're so hard to get if I told you, ooh, you want Hashem on your side, you have to sit and learn every day for five hours. You're going to say, hey, come on, that's too hard. If I said, you know what, if you want God on your side, you've got to dive in really hard and say the whole thing home every day. Wonderful, but it's really hard. He says that you can have a weapon that is a nuclear weapon that's stronger than all those other weapons, and all you need to do is have security, complete security, that God has the capability of helping you, and that He loves you. And here's the kicker. The worse you are, all you have to do is say that even though I'm so bad, and I'm so not worthy, God is still going to take care of me, 
and you reach a higher level of Bittachon, because who has a higher level of Bittachon? The guy who's a real Tamakachon? No, he earns it. Right? So, but a guy who has nothing, and he says, listen, Hashem, I'm Chal Shabbos. I don't put on film. I don't learn. But you know what? Right now, I need something, and I know that you're in control. You have the power, and I'm secure. You're going to help me for no reason, just because you love me. That's the whole power that he's talking about. Is that something that you can do? Sure. And if you live like that, your life becomes way, way better. Is that something you can do? Eli Shulian. What do you have to do? What's going to change compared to last week and in the next week? Haircut. You're a high lifeline, right? So I figured. Okay? So this is what he's saying. He's saying that we can do this. The power of Bitochen is a, is a path. Shehishir HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yehudi L'Ham Shech Koyfes Al-Tivim God gave you the power of of tapping into being a superpower. It's a, I don't know, maybe I'm stuck on it. Like, I'm, I'm wowed by this. I don't need to hear anything else. You know, it's like, wow. What's your favorite superhero? Hmm? Spider-Man? Batman. I like Spider-Man. Aquaman. Aquaman? Aquaman. Okay. Time. what's your favorite superhero? Everyone knows that a superhero is somebody who could fly, he could do things. Everybody else, you know, is bound to natural tendencies. Huh? The Hulk. He's, he turns into a supernatural. Now imagine that you're in a situation, you're at work, you left you on your train, you left the documents for, for your boss, you are totally messed up. Right? Imagine if you could turn into a superhero and get those documents back. He says, listen what he says, having security that Hashem will take care of you even though, even if, God forbid, you, you think you're, about yourself that you're in Russia, you could still have this power of Bitochim that God says, if you use this superpower, you're going to have Koychos al Tivian. You're going to have supernatural, above natural power. In the time that all of the natural ways are closed before you, you can tap in. So, guys, every one of us is going to be in a situation, eventually, where we say, you know what, I can't anymore. I can't. I, I did everything I could, but I, I can't. At that point, instead of giving up, give it up. Instead of saying, I can't, say, but he can. Instead of saying, the case, this is lost, say, one second, I got a Father in Heaven who can do everything, and who says that I want to help you if you just realize that I'm here for you, even though you're not worthy. Because then we could have a real relationship. You're not fooling God. He says, I don't care if you're not worthy. I care about you, and let me prove it to you. Because then you're going to have a relationship. And you're able to go ahead, and instead of giving up, you're able to become a superpower. This was revealed, especially in Hanukkah, which was the end of all the great miracles, and it was set to enlighten us for all the Erechagalos, for the length of Galos. Hashem wanted to show us, let it be known. Okay. 
They had no natural way to fight the army of the Yavonim. Only through security in God, placing their fate in God's hands. They sang the song of Vitachon, the Mizmar that we say when we light the candles. There is nothing that is going to win you if you come to battle with the Kayach HaBitachim. And the beauty that he's saying of the Kayach HaBitachim is that it's not required for you to be a big Tamas Chacham or a big Tadik or even anything. The lowest person in the world can have this power. The more that a Jew awakens more and more security in God within himself, God showers upon you more koiches to break through in everything. He heard from his Rebbe, Rameir Midner, that's how, that the Lumaro and Esabakadishim Islam Sussurgan Somebody came to him that somebody was in a terrible state. I don't know exactly what the situation was. Maybe the mafia was after him and they were surrounding his house. Maybe he was almost in a coma and was about to die. I don't know what the situation was, but he was in a really bad place. The Heiliger Rebbe, what he did was, Pasach Sefer Tehillim, the Sabakadishim Islanim, the holy grandfather of Islanim. He opened up the Sefer Tehillim and he opened up the Perik Ayin Aleph, 71. Perik Ayin Aleph. Becho Hashem Chafisi. It says, In you, God, in you, God, I could seek shelter, refuge. Vinena, the Rebbe said, Va'omar Ayin Achas. What was the name of the Perik? Ayin Aleph. He said, Even Kasha Ayin Achas, Kvar Segura. Even if I only have eye in echad, because the other eye is already closed, I'm already half dead. Still, gam kein b'cha Hashem Fasisi. I could still say a lie on you, God. The crazy chesidish right? Ties in the, the capital name. The capital is Ayin Aleph. Because even if one eye is already closed, and all you got left open is one eye, you're drifting off, you're about to be completely dead. Still, b'cha Hashem Fasisi. I can have faith in God. Zua derech Yehudi. This is the path of a Jew. L'oirer to awaken u'lahamshich and to bring down as kol inyanim neifchanikum b'koyach habitofin l'hamshich as ha'or shiyorad oz l'olam. We want to continue. Hanukkah seems like it was so long ago, just a few weeks ago. The time that we celebrate. What are we celebrating? When Hashem showed the whole world that if we have the tochen in Him, that He He'll do great miracles for us, and we want to continue that throughout the year. And this is what is going to bring down to be Mamshich, the light of Mashiach. The schus of Amuna that we had faith that there is a God, that's what got us out of the Golos of Mitzrayim. But you know what's going to get us out of this? Long, difficult, dark gallows. The schus of bitachin. Bitachin is not just that I have faith that God exists. I have faith in myself that I am a bena amelech, 
and that God is going to shower me and to help me and I can have security in God no matter what, even if I am not worthy. That is our only ticket out of Golis. Because if we're going to try to get out of Golis based on our merits, we'll never make it. The previous generations had much greater merits than us. And they didn't make it. So obviously Hashem wants to see, even in such a low situation, are you going to still realize that He's there for you? Are you going to turn to Him and cling to Him? Are you going to depend on Him and be secure in Him? And when we do that, that is going to be the schus that brings the end of this terrible Golos. Ha'olam, the world, it's full of this koyach, this energy, the power of sins, vizuhama, and shmutz, sweaty shmutz, the klipas, and peels. Klipa is like the, the outside of the Yetzirah, the Sitch Achra, the Gashmutz, the Barachnius. We're surrounded, guys. We're seeping down lower and lower like quicksand. Every year, things get worse around us. The world gets crazier and crazier. The world gets darker and darker. The world gets lower and lower and spinning crazier and faster out of control. We're surrounded by all of this zuama, all of this chatoim, all of these klipois, the gashmis, the barachnis, but the faith, the security, the power of security is chazak yoyzim mikolin yonam elu. Ki neged abitochoim, ein shum magbalus, Teva. There is no boundary of Teva. Teva. And even above Teva, nothing can stop you. And even if a thousand are falling on one side of you, and ten thousand on the other side of you, still a lecha the plague, the problems, the difficulties, won't reach you. Ma'atam, what is the reason that Oymir Mishamizbar, Yoishiv Viseser Miyad in Seisa Shabbos? Comes Masa Shabbos, what do we say? We say in Tehillim, Yoshev B'Seser. This is the Mizmar that he calls the Shir, the Song of B'Tachayim, that the Hashmeinoim said when they went out to fight, when they knew that if we don't have security in God, if it is us against these, this army, and it is not us and God against the army, then we're dead. What did they take with them? They took their weapon, their nuclear weapon of the Shir of B'Tachayim, the Song of B'Tachayim. Why do we say that every Master Shabbos? Every Shabbos the world gets a renewed Kayach. When you're standing in Shabbos and you're about to face six days, six days of darkness and difficulty and taiva and sins and confusion. I need, you, I need to have security in you. I need you to carry me through this next six days. How do we get from Matzah Shabbos to Friday lesson. How do we get, it's unbelievable, what happens to a Jewish person in this world with today's technology, in today's crazy world. Come Shabbos, and hopefully, even if, God forbid, you don't keep Shabbos, but you have tranquility. At the end of the day, it's a day off, you're sleeping, you're eating, whatever it is. I'm not talking about the guy who smokes or doesn't smoke, he, he listens to it, but the bottom line is, he's, he's still, as bad as he is, he's cut away from the world. He's cut away somewhat from the world. Come Saturday night, and everybody's rushing back, the earliest man, because where are we rushing to? What is going to happen to our minds and our souls from Matzah Shabbos until the next left bench on Friday afternoon? It's unbelievable what we have to go through. So much pain, so much confusion, so many decisions, so many averis, so many problems, right? 
So much work. <laughs> it's a klala, it's a curse work. We were supposed to have seven days of Shabbos. It's a lot of children. <laughs> Alright? So he says, listen, we're standing much of Shabbos, realize that we are going now into a world where we cannot handle this on our own. We can't get through the week without God. So we start... And we say, And we, that is all the Betachin, the whole Pasuk of Betachin that we say. And also came by Havdallah, Al Hakois, on the Kais of wine, on the cup of wine, we say, Apostolic, Hine, Keli Shuasi, my God, my Savior, Evtach, I could have Betachin, I could have security in him, You know the story? It's a true story, and it's written down in a book. And if you come to me afterwards, I'll get you the source. It's written down in a book. That there was somebody, a big tzaddik, and he took the cup in his hand, and he said, Hine, kel yishasi yaftach v'layevchad. And all of a sudden, there was some shooting from outside, and was coming in through the, the, the windows. The whole family hit the floor, and everybody was screaming and running. And he was stood there, and, and he was holding his case. It said, not even one drop tripped out. If you believe, if you believe, kel yishasi yaftach v'layevchad, if we really believe it, then you can't, nothing bad can happen to you. You can't be scared. We're scared. So much of our fear is because we're on our own and we're living without God. The more you disconnect from God, the more things you have to be worried about. The more that you fear God, the less you have to fear everything else. The more that you don't fear God, the more you've got to be scared about everything. If you have God on your side, you could do anything, you can handle anything. You don't have to be scared. He's with you. The less you feel God is with you, the more you've got to be scared about a thousand other things. True that? Okay. Why don't we feel that we have God on our side? Because we think that because I'm not a good boy and I sin, that's why I don't deserve God to be on my side. He hates me. He's disappointed in me. Right? If my Rosh Hashiva or my father is disappointed in me, then for sure God is. But it's not true. Hmm? If I think that my father is disappointed in me or my Rosh Hashim is disappointed in me, then I think for sure God is disappointed in me. But it's not true. I have to tell you a medrash that I saw this week. I don't know if I said it already, but even if I did, I say this, I try to say this every day. Because this is life support. You want to hear life support? CPR? You're going to be smiling after this. The medrash says that every Jew, the Jewish people, are called sons of Hashem in the Torah. But angels are also called Banim. It says something So they're also called Banim. the Medrash, but we don't know which child does he love more. Does he love the Jewish people more? Or does he love angels more? Now remember, Jewish people, we screw up a lot since the beginning of time. We mess up constantly. We do Averis. Angels, they don't do any Averis. Angels, they don't do anything wrong. So who do you think Hashem loves more? The Jewish people that are Banim Atem Hashem Alekechem or the angels that are called Banim? Zatim Medrash, I'll tell you. It says, B'ni B'chayri Yisrael. Kal Yisrael is B'ni B'chayri. My B'chayr. That means, it's a raya, that from all my children, it's a lashon of Chiba, of love, I love them the best. So it's a raya that Hashem loves Kal Yisrael more than Malachim. But here's the kicker. What were we doing when God said, B'ni B'chayri Yisrael? We were in Mitzrayim. We were slaves. 
we were bowing down to idols. That's crazy. Where does, where does, where does the magic prove to us that Hashem loves us more than Malachim? From Bani B'chai Yisrael. What were we doing at the time? Bowing down to idols. That's a right that Hashem loves us more than Malachim even when we're completely completely messed up. What is saying this Pasuk have to do with Abdullah? Of separating from Shabbos to the rest of the week. Elo, kedeshi hudi yazor atzmoi b'karech habitachayin b'pesach ha'shavua shehini kelishu asi atzach v'leyevchad. We start off the beginning of the week with these words to remind ourselves that we have to go to the week with this power of security that I have God on my side and therefore I am secure and I don't have to be scared. Oyd yeshleimer b'mak gadol koyach midas habitachayin. When we pray, then the Sitra Akra comes and says, This guy is asking for a raise, this guy is asking to be helped, he's not right. He's not right. He's asking you for something, and he doesn't have enough schosim. That's only when you ask for things with Tfilas and Bakoshes. But just saying, I don't deserve anything. I'm just putting my faith in you, God, because you love me. You're going to give me a matnas kinam. Aim There's no kitrik. Incredible ramban. The pasuk says, Have security in Hashem, and then do good. Now, if you were going to go ahead and put up a sign on the side of the road, Mashi, and it was going to be a big sign, what would you write on it? You would say, Have security in God, and do some good. You'd look back at it and you'd say, wait, that's not right. It should say, do something good, and then you could have security in God. But how could you expect to have security in God before you even did anything good? The Ramban, Arishon, says, No, the Pasuk and Mishlei says, Even before Asayitoyv, Loimar, to teach you, to tell you, guys, listen, even if you never did anything good in your life, and you know that you're a Russia, still Yivtach Ba'ashem, Ki Racham Afein Belikvul. Because the Rachmanim are Belikvul, wait, you missed it. Listen to this. The Pasuk says, Bitach Ba'ashem Ba'asei Have security in God, and do good. It should have said the opposite. Do good, and have security in God. Because if you never did anything good yet, what, what right do you have to have security in God? The Ramban says, no. You could have security in God even before Asayitoyv. Even before you did anything right. No mitzvah. No Torah. Even if you know that you are a Russia. Still, have security in God. Because his Rachmanus is without any limit. Cain is the Bemedrish. There are many sicknesses for the Russia. Mercy surrounds him. One second, it should say, So don't be a Russia. But a Tzadik has Chesed Yisrael Vivenu. It doesn't say that. It's talking about the Russia himself. A Russia has many sicknesses and diseases. But but a Russia that is Baiteach Bashem. Chesed Yisrael Vivenu, you can pull down Chesed. Afilu Russia, Baiteach Bashem, Oz Chesed Yisrael Vivenu. 
This should be a bumper sticker. Rather, but even if you're a Russia, it's a medrash, the Gemara, even if you're a Russia, Chesed Yisraeli Venu. My God, I have security in you. Don't let me be embarrassed for putting my security in you. What it means to say is, I don't have any schus, I have no merit. For that alone, Oz Alevoisha. Turn to God and say, God, I'm putting my security in you. I need help. I want to get that gate. I want to get that raise. I need to be saved. I need healing. I'm putting my security in you even though I know I'm a Russia. And that is enough of Alevoisha. Cain, so too it says in Tehillim. Shamreni Kel, why? Protect me, God, why? Because I put my faith in you, because I seek shelter. I don't deserve this. Just because I am putting security in you. This is the greatest chus that will stand for you in the most difficult times. They have nothing to say. You go knock on the rich guy's door and you say, give me money for no reason. The guy says, get out of here, you don't deserve it. I know I don't deserve it. I said I don't deserve it. I'm asking you for his mercy. Because he has money and I'm desperate and he's being merciful to me. So what's the guy going to say? The McCatrick says, oh, you're isking and you're davening for this, for that. You don't deserve it. So don't go that way. Say, God, I don't deserve it. I don't have merits. I'm not asking you to help me because of me. I'm going to repeat the last three things that we said because it's so beautiful. He's talking about that a person who has nothing, we're in page 7, a person can have absolutely no schosim, he's worthless. No mitzvahs, no mitzvahs. Yeah. Right? He says that person can have bitach and security in God, and when you place your security that God loves you and He's going to take care of you, for no schus, it's unstoppable. It is the greatest weapon that you could have. Because when you dive in, then the Satan comes and says, Don't give this guy what he wants. You know what he did last night? He doesn't deserve it. But if you say, Look, God, I know I don't deserve anything. Help me just because I'm your child. And you put your security in God. Nothing could stop it. So then he brought down over here a Ramban. B'tach b'ashem it says in Mishlei, and it should say first, Ashtayv and then B'tach b'ashem. No, Dr. Ramban. Even if you know that you never did Ashtayv, and B'tayv b'ashmach ashtayv Russia, and you know that you're a Russia, Im kol zev B'tach b'ashem, still, you could have the talking in Hashem. Then he brought down a Medrash. Medrash. Rabbi Machoidim l'Russia, the Russia has a lot of sickness, B'tach b'ashem, it should have said, but the Tzadik is Chesed Yisayi But the Chacham is Chesed Yisayi He says, no, he's talking about the Russia. Rabbi Machayvim the Russia, but a Russia that has the talking in Hashem to protect him, Chesed Yisayi Vivenu. Afilu Russia, Ubuteach Ba'ashem, Chesed Yisayi And then he brought down, David Amalek says, 
in Tehillim, Elikai, Bechabatachni, and therefore Ali Vaisha, which means I have no other schos, only because Elikai Bechabatachni, because I place my betachin in you, Oz Ali Vaisha. That's enough to bring out that you will be saved. So too, Shamreini Kel, why? Why should God watch over you, Zevi? Kichasisi Bach, because I am putting, I'm, I'm taking shelter. Not because I'm such a good boy and I learned so much and so many misses. No, because I came to you to help me. If somebody comes under your wings, you help them. There's a story in the Gemara of somebody who was punished, a Tana who was punished because he sent the sheep to go get shafted. And they say, what do you mean it was his taskless the sheep is supposed to get shafted? They said, you know why? Because the sheep came under him. And once something comes under you for shelter, you don't send it away to get shafted. Everybody knows that. No matter who you are, if somebody comes running to you and says, help me, save me, a little kid, without any system, you go ahead, you save them. That's the way things work. When you run to God and say, I, I need you, I'm, I'm nothing, I'm a little puny nothing, and God, you're the all-powerful, I'm running to you, not because I deserve it, not because, just because you're God and you love me and I need you to help me. When you put your security in God, nothing stops it. When you daven, the satan comes and says, get out of here, you don't deserve it. But if you're not davening, you're not saying you want something because you deserve it, the Yitzhahara and the Sitra Akhra have no way to stop you. If you are demanding to be helped because, hey, I kept Shabbos, hey, I davened, so pay me up with my Maisim Tavim, the prosecutor comes in, but if you know that you are a Rasha Gamur, only one thing. You have Bitochen and Hashem. That's the truth, guys. All you're saying is, God have mercy on me for no reason. And God is unlimited. In, and, and so what's the Makachar going to say? No, God is limited? No. So he has no way to disprove you. Even Tadikim, they don't ask for things because they deserve it. To understand properly the, what Bitochen is, he's going to bring down a Medrash and Shaykhetayv on the Pasuk that we just brought down before of Elikai Bechobatachti Al Eivosha Al Yaltu Oivayli. Listen to this story. Some guy was visiting the White House and he went to sleep on the lawn of the White House. Matsu Shaymer Amelef, the guards found this guy. Like I said, he said, hey, this is a restricted area. Started beating him up. We're going to arrest you. Amalehem, hey guys, Al Takuni, don't hit me. I'm related to Obama. I'm from the family. So they said, okay, we're going to keep him in a hotel until the morning. They brought him in front of the king, in front of Obama. He said, this guy thinks that uh, you're his relative. Amalehemelech, Makirata, you see. He says, yo, buddy, do I know you? How did you go tell these cops that you're part of my family? I don't know you. So Omar, so the guy said, I'm not from your family. I had security. 
Bechazdecha, in your mercy, Shebevadi Terachim Alai, that you'll certainly have mercy on me. Afalti She'enim Ibn Nebes HaMelech. Omer La'am HaMelech L'Shoemrim, the king said to the guards, Hoyl Uvi Batach, because he put his security in my mercy, in my good heart, Hinichulay, let him go. Kach Omar David, that's what David said. Eloikai, Bechabatachti, not because I deserve it, not because I, I, I did things for it, but for no reason. I put my security in you. Therefore, God is not going to let you go away. When you rely on your tyrants, you throw your peckle, you throw your package on Hashem. You will not get embarrassed. Definitely you will be saved. This is the greatest power in the world. Listen to this beautiful word. We say, You should forgive my sins, for they are many. What's Pashib Shat? Forgive my many sins. Forgive my sins, because I, I made a lot of boo-boos. I have a lot of sins. Listen to what he does. A king made a tremendous big banquet. Unlimited. Unlimited. First, who came to the banquet? All of the people in the government. All of his, his close people. And there was still plenty of food. Then afterwards, he let all the people and all the armies come to eat from the banquet of the food. And then everybody in the whole city came to eat from the banquet. But after everybody in the city was finished, there was so much food left over. What are they supposed to do? Throw it all away? Waste the king's money? So what did they do with all the extra food? They took out of jail all the bums, all the murderers, all the rebels, and they fed them from the leftovers of the king. So too, we beg Hashem, give us slicha for our many sins. Why? Because you have so much slicha to give. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Rav Chesed Beli Gvul Beli Saif V'solach Tala Avoyni Sheyush Pachas Degamal HaKol Avshon V'Amoridim You have so much Kirav V'harve Imay Sadus He brings out somewhere else We say Always in the famous Shia Amalek That everybody knows We say V'harve Imay Sadus Hashem has a lot of Sadus He's not limited He could save everybody He has enough money for everybody He has enough Medical health for everybody He's there. He has everything. Kirabhu. Faharbe Yimai Fidus. He has so much Fidus. Khazal Amu, Khazal Ashitikno Simechanaku Kabu, Kiara Sudushi Zakhan, Mshekhas Bukhala Shana, Khoshana Bishana. Yisrael Shaylim is Kaycha Bitafa and Mikdushi Siamuskulasam. Kumashim Mavakan Shaasan Isma Bisaina Bayamahim, Bazman, Hazer, Shakashwinam Posu Derech, Bemshihu, Ludaris is her Ore Tayam Mohem. Shemidas Abitakhaim. It's the master key to all the doors that are locked before you. When your back is against the wall and you tried everything else and it's not working, 
the key that opens up all the doors for salvation, is security that God is going to be there for you. Someone who has security in God called Pigoy as man. All of the difficulties of the time, of whatever is going around him, whatever is going on in the world, Hanukkah is special for those people who are having trouble conceiving children. Things that need a supernatural this special security blows up all of the walls. In your individual needs, in the, in the needs of Klal Yisrael, Umevi Umakaris, Likras, Oiroi Shamashiach. As many times as we said it tonight, as many times as we said it last time, the point is, this is a power that is open and available to every one of us because no Yiddishkeit is required. Whatever massive you're in, whatever situation you're in, in Ruchnius, even if you know you're a Russia, start living your life, you'll have a better life. Start living your life. I have betachen in Hashem. I have betachen in Hashem. Say it. Hamanti ki adaber. I have a because I say it. When you speak it and you live like that, your life is better. And again, we're talking about Rishayim. If a Russian uses this, he's going to be able to do even more enjoyable others. It's a power. You could use your power. We want you to use it correctly. Use your betachen to make your life better. To say to Hashem, I'm stuck. I need your help. Only you can help me. I don't deserve it. Because then the Makatri can't fight that. Because you're coming and you're asking for tzedakah. Hashem's not going to give you tzedakah? Of course he will. So let's try to use the kaiyach of to make our lives much, much better. Yeah.